It's your Valentine's Day edition episode this week, hot and fresh, literally recorded three minutes before we've posted. Welcome back, 603 family. We still need a nice name for him. I think 603 family has a nice ring. Like little mushrooms or something. <laughs> Hello, my little shiitakes. <laughs> Hello, my little onions. Mm. We'll work, we'll work on it. Although the pet names is a really great slide into what this week's going to be all about. Boom. Boom. We're getting so good at this. Let me make sure that I'm actually recording. Oh, we're recording. Okay. So this week, Sam and I wanted to embrace the holiday coming up on Thursday, V-Day, Vivian's Valentine's birthday. Day and Vivian's birthday. So this week... Valentine's Day. We're embracing the holiday. Three years ago, there was an article that came out in the New York Times that was talking about research that I think the guy's name is Arthur Ran, some kind of psychologist or just a love guru in general, ran this a series of studies where he came up with 36 questions. So I think the point you're trying to make is it's a legit formulated yeah yeah this isn't like buzzfeed what's your harry potter personality type this is there was some research involved the new york times modern love section said yes this is good we're gonna run it and arthur came up with 36 questions arthur aaron arthur thank you arthur aaron he uh 36 questions that you can sit down with somebody a stranger even and fall in love i mean naturally on in this season in this week on this day i'm always looking for ways to fall in love with sammy (laughs) in new ways Uh, you know keeping the relationship fresh yeah okay here's one if you were an animal (laughs) this is not one of the 36 questions what animal would you be like, I mean, that fits your personality. You okay. can't just add be a blue whale. You have to oh, choose one. I love whales. I'd say you're a cat. <laughs> like a panther. Like no, a, like, like, like a, a jaguar. A domesticated house cat. <laughs> like Winston. <laughs> why? Why, why, do you, why am I a cat? I, I feel like you... How do I say it? You love, like being around people but on your mm. own terms and mm. like you're a house cat you love little, <laughs> you love little scritchy scratchies and, um, but like you can choose whether or not to be on someone's lap you're a house cat mm. i'd say i'm probably more, i don't sit on your lap though i'm more of probably like a no no docile. you told you told me you told me what i was i'm, I'm gonna tell like, you what you are i'm a docile komodo dragon that's not even true okay that's actually pretty good Maybe like a chameleon, Ooh, like, like quietly changing your colors mm-hmm. in the background, but wanting to be in the space where everybody else is, that was but deep. kind of hidden. That was deep. Okay, let's go. 36 questions. There were 36 questions. If you sit down with somebody and ask them, you can fall in love with them. You can fall in love. And uh, 
So I think, I mean, the goal of this episode, you know, you're already married, but, you know, just to see if there's any, like, warm fuzzies I feel like this as could, we're asking these questions. Yeah, this could be, like, a friendship question. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make it's gonna make any, in theory, it'll make any relationship deeper. Yeah. And maybe more intimate if it's, a, if it's in a romantic setting. <laughs> Sam just, just gave me a wink. <laughs> uh, so we don't have time to cover all 36 in this podcast. Although originally I hoped that we would, but really <laughs> to obsession. save you from three hours, uh, we we had a strategy for attacking the questions. They are divided into three chunks. Each chunk gets more deep and meaningful. So or intrusive, mm, probing. Yeah. Uh, so. Where you picked a couple of questions out of the first set, which is the um, kind of the mildest, and then we took a couple out of the more personal sets. So we haven't reviewed what questions we're going to ask each other. We might end up asking the same questions, but we've pre-selected a handful of questions to ask the other. Let's jump into yeah. it. Yeah. All right. You want me to ask? Go first. Ask you a question first, or do you want to ask me a question? I'll first? ask you a question first. Okay. I actually asked you questions that I would like maybe ask to me. These were selfish. <laughs> so you want me to scrap the questions I've selected? No, no. In... <laughs> okay. Question. Mm. Uh, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I selected that one for you too. Beautiful. Uh, anyone in the world? Alive or dead? Dinner guest. Um... Oh, man. I mean, if it's like suspend the space-time continuum, I mean, Rachel's the quick answer. But if I had to choose somebody who was alive, I would choose... It'd be Milo. Mm, beautiful. Little, little baby Milo. Little Milo. Uh, a picnic. Nice. In the park. Just because I think I would be his first dinner date. Dinner excursion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and there's no pressure. There's like no pressure uh, to make conversation with a five-day-old. It's just like just and purely enjoying the moment. And anyone jogging past, Is, women. Yeah, women, you know, taking a look, saying, look at that adorable like, single dad. You just wear a t-shirt that says uncle. <laughs> oh, yes. And then it's like having a puppy. <laughs> just starts conversation. Uh, yeah, that's my answer. Milo. That's good. Milo. Yeah. Uh, so that was also on my list. Same question to you, Sam. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? I have two people in my mind already that I can provide you with answers for. Oh, well, I want to hear them. Well, I want to hear yours first, and then I'll tell you what I was thinking. I don't want to box in your thinking. Maybe like a... No. It's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. Who, do you, who are you going to say? Riff Raff. Oh, that's pretty good. Riff Raff. <laughs> Riff Raff. Yeah. Yeah. And Yellow Wolf. But... Yeah, you, you could totally have a, a three-way table. Like a little round oh, table. Oh, I can have loads of people. I mean, sure. Like, we don't have to stick to the script. Like, but, you know, keep it small. Like, oh, maybe two people. Okay, I know. How about this? I would like to be at the dinner table. This is this is my answer. I would like to be a dinner guest 
or have the United Nations okay G8 leaders for dinner the great eight like Italian okay the main like the main eight Vladimir Putin Russian British Theresa May everyone come uh French president Macron come around my house have dinner let's all sit down and have a chat so you'd bring them to our apartment. Sammy T's G8. You bring Putin here for dinner, along with other world leaders. Theresa May. It would just be all the world leaders from the G8 summit. <laughs> what would you talk about? Maybe just giving them pointers and tips how I think things should be run. <laughs> you do. Sam does with politics. He he is my main news source. Constantly searching. A number of prominent okay, news I, apps. I just want to say that G8. If anyone wants to know the countries that are in the G8, USA. So Un- Trump would be there. United Kingdom, Theresa May, France, Macron, Germany, Merkel, Italy. I've forgotten the guy's name. <laughs> Japan, don't know. <laughs> Russia, Putin, Canada, Trudeau. Boom. Everyone comes around. Whack out like, like shrimp. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe like have Robbie Parker. Would, would there would there be a signature cocktail that you would serve? Uh, Robbie Parker would be my head waiter, <laughs> and he, okay. would, he would be wearing a candy blue tuxedo. This is completely different than my little picnic with Milo, then, but I'm so glad. <laughs> then in the corner, I'd probably have like maybe um, Mike Livermore just standing in a corner with a microphone recording everything, narrating. Just yeah. Yeah, because I'd want to. I'd want to watch in some capacity. Okay, so I've got the G eight, Robbie Parker, Mike Live. <laughs> Mike Live. <laughs> okay. Jan Wobbles would be my right. She'd be like making notes for me next to me and whispering in my ear. Mm, oh, translating. This, this is this guy's name, and yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. hello, oh, hello, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Theresa May. Done. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay. Um, I think you went a little bit beyond the scope of the question, <laughs> but we're going to take it. Uh, I'm falling in love already. So I think you're up, or would you like me to just follow? Oh, no, no, I'll come to okay. you now. Come up, step in. Okay. What you got? What for you would constitute a perfect day? A, a perfect day? Perfect day. D-A-Y. Day. My perfect day, I don't want to be too specific, because it's, re- it's really easy to say, like, oh, I'd go travel... I'd yeah, go okay. travel the world, but if it's like a practical per- perfect day where like it's feasible, okay, it would be like me and my car and my car filled with like four really important people to me. Not like the grade eight or whatever, but like friends, friends, like, you know, I'm not, and I'm not going to specify who that is, but that's kind of a, a good solid number for me where I still feel like a connection and a vibe and. You can sing five part harmonies. It's great. So there'd be like me and four people in my car, and we would be making lots of experiential and culinary pit stops. Bubble tea. So it's all about food. Yes, pretty much. Maybe like an art museum in there if it's something really interesting. And maybe like a fun activity, maybe like parasailing or like, you know, I don't know. But. Like hopping around, getting little treats, and just sitting down and having nice little chats in restaurants and pubs and 
uh, yeah, going definitely going to uh, a restaurant that I've been wanting to go to for a while. Um, or maybe we just go to Tango Nuevo, actually. If we were in Kingston, we'd be at Tango Nuevo. That's where we would end our day, which is this gorgeous Spanish restaurant that plays black and white movies up on the wall, and you order endless tapas, like waves of tapas, and you have great wine and... Uh, that kind of vibe would be my perfect day. Here's my question for you. When did you last sing to yourself, to somebody else? I do that every day. I do that, like, my life is harassing Lauren with singing and waking up you with singing. So the routine of the day is I am like stuck in this like cycle of waking up at like seven. So I'm way up before I should be up, even on days off. So then if I'm up, I get a little bit bored. So I poke my head in Matt's room and then I sing him a little song to wake him up, which we've done this uh, morning. Fleetwood Mac has been the one, on the yeah. cycle. Can you hear me calling? How's your name? Like that. Um, we go through very, like, cycles of songs. We sync up. Like, today, you were showing me 20 pilots to Mars. Um, whatever they're called. Matchbox 20? Whatever they're called. <laughs> and um, Sam was like, who is this? And I, I said to him, did you not have a, a 90s music phase? Did you not? Yeah, I, I recognize 3AM. But um, no, I was listening to 50 Cent. Um... <laughs> Okay. Um, but you, you, you sing a lot. You sing yeah, and every then, day. And then like when Lauren's in bed, like I come in. Like Lauren goes to bed earlier than me. And I'll come in and then like I'll sing her a little song. You sing Lauren lullabies. Oh, just a bugger. <laughs> like what do you what do you sing? I just sing anything. Make it up. <laughs> I'm like, you're trying to sleep and I'm annoying you. Stuff like that. <laughs> and then she told me to shut up. <laughs> and then you, you kiss her on the forehead and I say, like, I love you. <laughs> so, yeah, probably today. Yeah, so and, you, yeah, you sing all the time. Yeah, but not like erroneously. It's beautiful. Like, I, I appreciate your singing. And then I, you know, I'm singing. One time I go say this. The, one of the questions on the thing, and I hope I'm not ruining it, was what was the most embarrassing time of your life? <laughs> this wasn't the most embarrassing time for me, but me and Matt, was that a fair? A fair? F-A-I-R? Yeah. Uh, waiting for a burger. <laughs> We're in the line. And uh, there's tons of people in the line. And uh, this... Uh, these guys you were, were 40 people deep yeah, 40, 40 in a people. line to pay $7 for a and, burger yeah, and <laughs> for then, the demolition derby. And then all of a sudden, Matt just decides to start messing around and freestyling in the line. I am dropping and, the sickest freestyle beats. And I shamelessly refuse to acknowledge his existence and I just wanted to, the ground to swallow me. <laughs> and then people looking at him in the line, oh, I, that for me was a killer for cringe. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a you, it was like, yeah. We, uh, everyone around us was just wearing like clothes that were too tight that said like, you know, check out my gun collection, you know, just overweight, redneck. This was like rural hick. Canada and 
you and I were just being, we did not stand out in that moment. That's what I'm trying to say is we didn't stand out at all. And you just left me out to dry. And I have that, have that freestyle saved on my phone as the loneliest freestyle in the world. <laughs> it's still on my phone. Yeah, it killed me. I can do it. Uh, oh, man. So, see, so that's, that's driving away to a non relationship. I shouldn't have brought that up. We're not going to fall in love now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Alternate sharing, something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. What would you share? Like, what would you be willing to share? Like, you wouldn't let me walk over and start sticking my greasy oh, fingers okay. over so, your okay. laptop. Okay, so you think, like, material possessions. Yeah. Got it. I wouldn't, yeah, don't share, like, personal secrets. Yeah. No, share, like, possessions. Um... Yeah, definitely my laptop. And it can be something I, like food. Like, you yeah, love yeah, yeah. Oreos, mm. so you wouldn't share your Oreo collection. Mm. Definitely not my American Oreos. They taste different. American Oreos and Canadian Oreos are uh, taste very different. Because and it, I import, by car, the family size packs by, like, three uh, or four, like, every time I come, come back. From the States. But so I wouldn't share my American Oreos. Oreos. I wouldn't share my laptop unless somebody had washed their hands because I I polish that retina screen daily with a microfiber cloth and glass cleaner. So yes, I do care very much about that. Other materials that I wouldn't share, things I wouldn't share also include... I mean, you, it wouldn't. It doesn't have to be like I'm never gonna share. It could be something that you would be wary of sharing. Mm. Like, would you just let someone walk up to your coffee machine and start slapping buttons on it, or do you feel like a, a little bit of a protective feeling mm. towards showing someone how to treat it, right? Yeah, uh, I. I definitely, I definitely consider myself a very. So this is this is if you were a date right now, this is this would be part of my answer that I would weave into this, which is I'm a very open person. I leave my bedroom door open and I leave, you know, there's not, there's, there's not a lot of closed doors in my life. So you're, you are always welcome to like come into my space and to like, I've got pots, I've got little like trinkets and pots lying around that like I've thrown or picked up along the way and like pick those up and if like they shatter and break, like I don't care. Uh, probably like the really like sentimental items. There's a few sentimental items that I wouldn't want people to like touch. Touch, yeah. Which are mostly hanging on my art wall right now, but I've got a few things that are like tucked away that I wouldn't want people to touch. All right. So that's yeah. That's the thing. I think it's a good question. It's actually a tough question. Yeah. It's actually tough because you look at the risk of being a little bit materialistic when you're yeah. not trying to be. Well, I think it's, I think the question is trying to get at like what's really important to you, like what, yeah, or, um, you know, like to get you to tell a story about like oh like I don't let anybody touch my lucky watch, my lucky watch, but like I strapped it on you know India's wrist the other day and like yeah like oh like oh you're so, oh you're so good with kids you know I don't know you strapped it on Milo's wrist mm, while we're on our dinner date. 
Oh, you're on your dinner date, and you'd let him touch your laptop. <laughs> His uh, banana-covered hands. Congratulations to Emily and Colton for common parents. For mm. becoming parents. Mm. Yes. Much love. So here's my question for you, Sam. This is number 17. What is your most treasured memory? Uh, like, a good, like a good time that you had. Maybe a dinner with eight world leaders and, you know, all your friends were there. So like, any, yeah, any, it's our question. This is in set two. Uh, I'd say a lot of my memories that I really, or make me feel good is days where I've got to be with Lauren and we just kind of do nothing. Like, and I don't mean nothing in the sense of like sitting down watching TV all day, like, I mean, me and Lauren just like drive to like a nowhere gas station in America and we buy a cup of coffee and like it wasn't eventful, Mm. but it was just like a nice, it was like the perfect day. Mm. So I think little things like that, I like I remembered like big holidays. I remember big vacations. Mm -hmm. I remember going here, there and everywhere, but Days like me and Lauren getting a cup of coffee in Oregon from some random store and then going for a walk with a cup of coffee. Like, nothing happened. Nothing amazing happened. Or I remember one time me and you were driving, uh, I think we were in uh, Wyoming. Uh, Yes, maybe Wyoming or Montana. And we just stopped at, like, the most random nowhere gas station, filled up the car and got, like, two huge sodas together i love that so i think about that a lot <laughs> that's 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 a great that's an amazing answer okay not because i'm in it but uh because it just shows like and this is like a something that i've, I've realized about you in my years of knowing you but i haven't quite put my like finger on it it's like how to label it but you appreciate the the simple pleasures like just the mm. simple joys like and just fully embracing, like, second by second, the tiniest things that are improving, you know, your life and your day with people that, being with people that you care about. So, there you go. That's, see, that's a great answer. And if we were on a date, I, I'd feel, I'd feel warm, I would feel warm and fuzzy inside. I would only feel warm and fuzzy if you paid for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> what if I went Dutch? What if we split it? Ooh. If you're taking me on a date, I wouldn't be happy. Which was our first date. If I'm taking you on a date, I'd pay. If you're taking me on a date, you should pay. Mm. But I don't mind going Dutch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's good. It depends. Being modern. Modern romance. uh, Yeah. Uh, When was the last date you and Lauren went on? Like... Oh, we go on dates all the time. Um, but do you? Well, last year we went to eight different countries together. But that's not like a date. That's like traveling the world. I'm talking like go out, get a proper meal, drop some serious Skrilla, go on a, you know winding walk back to the car like through oh. a park oh man we go on walks all the time 
Is that a date or is that not a date? Are you talking about a romantic um, date? No, like that's a date. We go on, that's we a go great, on walks all yeah. the time. Yeah. Okay, I suppose what I'm saying is me and Lauren spend a lot of time together. You do. A lot of time together. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I do a lot of rose petals. But your 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 love is very evident. Like, like you like you and Lauren show each other that you care, and like, per, like very personal ways that convey the message. I sing to her when she's in bed. <laughs> Good night, little buddy. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, good question. Mm. Um. Okay. My question now to you. Yeah, I think this is your question four. Is, this is this is the last this is the last round of questions. Is there anything that you've dreamed of doing slash dreamed of that you haven't yet done, mm. or that you're too scared to do? Doing, I don't know, hot dog eating contest. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Uh. Okay, let me maybe rephrase the question. Is there anything... So you leave high school or you're in college. Is there anything that you said you would have done by a certain age that you haven't yet done? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great amendment. Um, okay, so funny. So this is a funny sidetrack, but I'll, get to, I'll answer your question. Okay. When I was in uh, sixth grade, my English teacher made us write down where we thought we would be by the time we um, left, like finished that grade, and by the time we finished like high school and where we thought we'd be in our future lives. And then, bless her, bless her heart, she took these letters and stowed them away in a file cabinet for six years. And then when I graduated high school, we got this like little like message memo to like go back and like see, uh, you know, the te- our teacher. And she handed us our, the, the envelopes and we like got to open it up and it was this like crappily written, like scribbled letter, like to my, like, kind of to myself, like six years ago saying like, this is what like you, you should be like focusing on and this is where your life is heading. And I can't remember much from that uh, letter, but the things I do remember is that I was going to open a restaurant, oh. that I was going to move to Texas and own a ranch and that I was going to be married and have kids. I think by like 22, said the letter. So I haven't done any of those things. Are you Michael Scott? (laughs) I haven't done any of those things. But uh, yeah, I I have to keep reminding myself like how old I actually am. Like I'm starting to see some gray hairs come in and I feel, I I don't feel as old as I am. Um, And so I think if I were to compare like, I don't know, five, 10 years back, Matt, Matt would have said, like, oh, like, you're going to be married and have your own, like, house and blah, blah, blah. And, like, things, are, things would be very stable and nice. But uh, life has, my life has been much more of a gypsy lifestyle, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. It's been great. Like, I don't have any regrets. But, um, yeah, I think that kind of answers your question. That's, pretty that's, good. A, really, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to ask you the same question, but I've prepared a selected a different. Yeah, you do the different one because it's like that. 
Uh, okay, this ties in nicely. Similar concept of, of time. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Will I ever own an Avery on a lake <laughs> and a mega mall? An oceanic Avery on a boat <laughs> on a lake. But seriously, what would you want to know about your future? Um, okay, yeah, that's, this is a good one. What would have happened if I never moved to Canada? Mm. And how long ago was that? When did you move here? Five or six years. You now citizen of Canada? I'm a citizen. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So that's interesting. Like the alternative, what what path what path would have been created and forged had yeah. you not like crossed an ocean? Yeah. That's a good answer. And we have only skimmed the surface of the um, 36 questions to fall in love. Uh, do you do you feel any any feelings inside of you right now, Sam? I feel like you look like you're glowing a little bit. Um, I feel like we go deeper than a mermaid. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I feel any different. Oh, I I do feel a little bit differently. Like I feel. Um, there's been like a little bit of a, like a, this, a tiny little like opening, not like, like a little bit wider. So I can like look a little bit more into your life. Um, you know, cause just like the stories that people select when you, when you, uh, yeah, ask, them, ask them questions, like, people are always telling you the truth, even if they're not saying it, like they're all like the things that they didn't say, how, you know, what their body language is. And so there's always like, you know. I always just learn so much from about people and about my relationships with people when I get to dive a little deeper like a mermaid. I think one thing you do take for granted in a relationship sometimes is how easy it is to blow the little things off like that sometimes. You know? What do you, what do you mean by blow the, the little things off sometimes? I mean like when... It's like, oh, I'm on clinical, it doesn't matter. But sometimes it's nice to make an effort. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, sing extra loud. Or <laughs> come in and be like, I just want to <laughs> kiss you. <laughs> is that now? Is that to me in the morning or is that to Lauren at night? I think both. I try on both. I see who <laughs> I see who reacts first. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shaking a cat treats and seeing which cat runs out first. <laughs> Candy blue, serving shrimp on a platter. I'm the done dapper, I'm sitting here looking over to my left. I can see a Christadelphian named Matt, and he's reading some sick poetry. If you're looking at me, then you're foisting your dopeness. Foist your dopeness. 
Wherever you might be, go on a beach, walk on a beach. It's on my Tinder profile. We go on long beach walks, and then we go see a sunset. Fireworks going off on this Valentine's Day. Me and Milo eating pancakes mm. in the park. Put some peanut butter on it, make it super messy. He can touch my laptop because I am so trusting and open with all my material possessions. Oh, I just look into your eyes and I see that this is going places we should go take another cheeky drive through the countryside. Oh. Make a pit stop because that's how Sammy feels loved. I'll pick up three coffees. One for you, one for me, one for Sammy who's in the back seat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you all my possessions Before we date, I must ask you a question Are you willing to give up your life for me? Are you willing to give me your heart? When we get married, I'm gonna be dragging her And I'm dragging on the mic, I'm gonna Mm. say to Colton Mm. Walker You're now a father, so congratulations You're manning all stations in the game we call life I'm sending out some love to my wife She's pretty beautiful Married five years in March, people Mm. Go celebrate your anniversary I'll sponsor a sweet date Out to Tango Nuevo We get all the apps I'll sit at the bar And give you a toast from a distance Cause I will sit at the table with you I want you to have a romantic experience Eat some tapas I'm gonna buy you a diamond ring Made of amber Dripping from a tree It's called sap When I see you darling I just wanna clap like the hills and the trees in Isaiah 55. Berg out of Sammy's about to come on this mic, standing in line, Lions Express, more like slowest. I just want a burger. I just want some fries. I passed the mic and he rejected it. I guess that means it's a one-man canoe.